A Bad Case of the Wind Tosser. Fiction by Todd Kalgi Golicano. Illustrations by Kevin Keel. DMW Case Hash MC 237140010, Western Region. With a triangular shaped body, a face resembling a bizarre blend of bear and lion, and three sets of three legs sprouting from its torso, each sporting razor sharp claws, the Central American Wind Tosser was one of the craziest and scariest creatures Nukes had ever laid eyes on. And the bad news was it was rummaging through his duffel bag just a few feet away. Nukes was frozen with fear and regretted ever accepting this mission from the Department of Mythical Wildlife. The government agency helped manage the relationship between mythical creatures and humanity. Just being asked to partake was a big deal for Nukes' species. Fact was, shape-shifting raccoon dogs rarely got opportunities to work on behalf of the DMW in an official capacity. But as he lay still in his tent in the dead of night staring at the dreaded Wintosser, Nukes was second-guessing the wisdom of taking advantage of this opportunity. Masquerading as a Boy Scout on a camping trip to Santa Cruz Island to investigate sightings of the Wintosser had sounded vaguely dangerous, but now there was nothing vague about it. You okay, John? Nukes' twelve-year-old tentmate asked, suddenly sitting up. His name was Brian and he befriended Nukes on the boat ride over to the island. Nukes was posing as John Smith, a new recruit who was joining a 15-member troop for the camping trip. The island was part of the Channel Islands National Park, located off the California coast. Nukes knew Brian couldn't see the Wintosser, even though it was right in front of him. Centuries ago, a griffin named Philassos cursed humanity to remain blind to the existence of mythical creatures. Nukes' kind, known as the Obakatanuki, were one of several species that the griffin allowed to remain visible to humans, as long as they retained their natural raccoon dog form. In this case, Nukes was given permission to disguise himself as human in an official DMW capacity. Ranger C.J. Alvarez of the Channel Islands Park had reached out to Ranger Penelope Naughton of Redwood National Park after leaders on the last scout trip to the island reported missing items and weird shrieking sounds in the night. At first, they believed it was the fault of the island's many foxes. But the fox boxes, the containers at the campground that protected campers' food from the creatures, weren't compromised. Also, the foxes themselves all seemed to be keeping their distance, no doubt afraid of the wind tosser. Given the island's relative isolation and the surrounding ocean, the wind tosser likely hitched a ride on someone's boat or went for a long swim. Either way, it was not his natural habitat and his presence on the small island could expose the secret that mythical creatures are real. Go on back to sleep, Nukes whispered in a firm tone, trying not to alarm Brian. But Brian wasn't having it. You seem freaked out. Nightmare? he asked. Nukes was aware of the nightmare of a creature in the room and his friend had no idea of the danger. I'm fine, but thank you, Nukes replied quickly. I've had nightmares before. One time I ate 27 hot wings before bed and dreamt I was being chased by a giant, angry chicken, Brian confessed. But I always go back to the law, you know? Brian was referring to the scout law, which Nukes had done his best to memorize but didn't totally comprehend. Right, Nukes said. The wind tosser was now staring right at Nukes. It could tell that he could see it, and that intrigued the creature. You remember the part about being brave? Brian asked. Nukes nodded slowly. Just remember, it's okay to be afraid. It's what we do in the face of fear that makes a difference. Nukes wasn't supposed to do anything in the face of this creature. Don't be a hero, 
Norton told him before sending him off on the trip. She had given Nukes a small communication device that he was directed to use as soon as he sighted the monster, so he could contact Alvarez. Problem was, Nukes left the device in the duffel bag that was currently being explored by the Windtosser. Nukes realized he wasn't a very good scout. He discounted the motto be prepared and now suddenly realized why it was so important. Is your duffel bag moving? Brian asked. I think there might be a snake in it. It was definitely moving due to the activity of the wind tosser, but Brian couldn't see that. He just saw the duffel bag shifting. Suddenly, the wind tosser let loose a groaning howl. What was that? Brian asked, startled. Nukes couldn't tell the truth, he was bound by an oath to the griffin to never reveal the secret. However, if there was one thing Nukes understood from the scout oath, it was a duty to help others. In this case, his duty was to keep these humans safe from the creature no matter the consequences. That was me, Nukes responded. You? My stomach. Brian narrowed his eyes. Gas? Nukes nodded. You had the beans, didn't you? Brian asked. I told you not to have the beans. I knew a guy who ate three cans of beans and passed gas so many times in his sleeping bag. We had to make sure we didn't unzip it anywhere near an open flame. I'll make sure to avoid that, Nukes told him. How many cans did you eat? Four, Nukes said, hoping the number would be sufficient to explain his fake digestive issue. That'll do it, Brian responded. I think it's best if you tent with someone else tonight. I think Quinn has room, Nukes suggested. You won't want to be in here much longer. Should I get the Scoutmaster? Maybe he is medicine. I'll be fine. It just needs to work itself out but you should go before things get ugly. Then the wind tosser groaned again and Brian's eyes went wide. I'll see you in the morning, Brian said. Hope you feel better, he offered as he quickly gathered his belongings and scurried to the exit. Unfortunately, he accidentally bumped the wind tosser on his way out. The beast spun around and was preparing to attack, when Nukes reached out and grabbed the monster's tail, yanking him back. Not so fast, he told the creature. It spun around and Nukes was ready. The moment Brian left, Nukes transformed himself into a wind tosser. The rogue wind tosser saw its double and was immediately confused. Nukes took the opportunity to pull the sleeping bag around the beast and zip it up. And then he transformed back into human form and sat on the end, sealing it. He grabbed his communication device and tapped a button. Ranger Alvarez, this is Nukes. I trapped the wind tosser in my sleeping bag. But I don't know how long I can hold him. Hang tight, Nukes. On my way. As the Windhauser struggled to escape the bag, it howled repeatedly before Alvarez finally showed up. Nukes could only imagine what the other scouts were thinking. He knew that news of his deafening flatulence had likely already spread through the camp. His assumption was confirmed when he heard a few guys yell out, No more beans for you, Johnny. Followed by a few giggles. When Alvarez entered the tent, he used a sonic device to lull the Windhauser into a deep sleep and then he dragged the creature to his pickup truck without being spotted. Your work is done, the ranger told Nukes before he left. Want me to arrange an early pickup for you? We could say you had an emergency and needed to return to the mainland. Nukes thought for a moment. It would let him avoid the humiliation of facing his fellow scouts the next day. But then he remembered that being a scout didn't mean being worried about looking good. Instead, it was all about doing good. Sure. It was embarrassing, but if that was the cost of saving everyone from the creature, so be it. Plus, 
he enjoyed being a scout and wanted to savor the experience for as long as he could before he'd have to return to his natural form. I'd like to stay if that's all right, Nukes told the ranger. Alvarez seemed surprised by this, but accepting. Sure thing. The next morning, Nukes was pleasantly surprised when most of the scouts came over and gave him tips on how to treat his sour stomach. The sharing of advice soon turned to the sharing of laughter when each scout tried to outdo the other with their own harrowing stories of personal digestive issues. Later, as he boarded the boat back to the mainland and said goodbye to his new friends, Nukes hoped for another chance to masquerade as a scout and learn more about human friendship, without the dreaded wind tosser threatening his life, of course.